Act Three of Bajazé by Jean Racine, translated by Robert Bruce Boswell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Three, Scene One, Atelide Zara. Is it true then, Zara? Is his pardon sealed? Madam, as I have said, a slave who ran with eager steps to do Roxana's pleasure admitted Ahmed at the palace gates. To me they spoke not, but the vizier's joy marked on his face better than any words that this a happy change recalls him hither, and that he comes to sign a lasting peace. No doubt Roxana leans to milder measures. Thus pleasure on all sides eludes my grasp, and leaving me forsaken follows them. Zara, I have done my duty nor repent it why madam what new trouble now alarms you have you not heard my zara by what charm or rather should i say but what a compact the prince has brought about a change so sudden roxana's fury seemed inflexible has she some pledge that vouches for his heart speak does he wed her i know not of that but if he thus alone could save himself and acts as you yourself have bidden him if in a word he weds her weds her zara what do you then regret those generous words which your unselfish care for him dictated no no it is but right that he should do it two jealous feelings hush your clamorous voice wedding roxana bajazet obeys me Respect the better nature that has quelled you, nor with its noble counsels mingle yours. Paint not my prince clasped in another's arms, but let me picture him without regret, set on the throne my love has made him mount. I am myself again, and firm as ever. It was his love, dear Zara, that I wished. He loves me, and this hope at least consoles me, that worthy of my lover I shall die die what inspires so terrible a purpose i have resigned my lover does the rest surprise you can a death that ends these tears be counted in the number of my woes enough for me that bajazet shall live i wished it wish it still cost what it may beat joy or grief i care not to inquire i love him well enough to give him up but he must know that, if I can for him make sacrifice so great, tending his life with anxious effort, yet I love too well to wish to be the witness of his bridal. Let us go learn. Pray calm yourself, dear madam. The vizier comes to bring you news of all. Scene 2. Atelid Ahmed Zara At last, our lovers have been reconciled and a fair breeze now wafts us into port the wrath of the sultana is disarmed she has declared to me her latest wishes and while the dreadful standard of the prophet she to the city's startled sight displays and bajazet prepares my steps to follow my task is to explain to all the people what means this signal rouse a just alarm and the new sultan publicly proclaim meanwhile Permit me to remind you, madam, what Garadun has been promised to my zeal. 
do not expect from me such rapturous sighs as I have witnessed in those ardent lovers. But if respect more worthy of my years, the careful homage of a heart devoted to one so near in blood to royalty, can... Time may teach me what your merits claim, and you in time may also learn to know me. But tell me now, what transports did you witness? Can you not fancy, madam, the soft sighs of two young lovers mutually enamoured? Nay, tis a marvel fills me with surprise. What price exacts Roxana for this pardon? Does he consent to wed her? Yes, I think so. I'll tell you all I saw with mine own eyes. "'Twas with amazement at their angry quarrel, "'exclaiming against lovers, love, and fortune. "'Ay, and in blank despair I left this palace, "'lading a vessel ready in the harbour "'with treasure rescued from my ruined fortunes. "'I thought to sail to some far distant land, "'when, full of this sad purpose, "'I was summoned hither once more. "'Hope to my feet gave wings, "'and at my voice the palace doors flew open.' A female slave my joyful eyes beheld, who, all in silence, led me to a chamber where, with attentive ear, Roxana hearkened to Bajazet, while all around was stillness. Resisting my impatience, and respecting their secret conference, I stood aloof, and, motionless, long watched what passed between them. At last, with eyes that all her soul betrayed, the pressure of her hand pledged her affection, and he, with eloquent and amorous gaze, assured her of his passion in his turn. Alas! Then both of them perceived my presence. Here, said she, see your sovereign, yours and mine. Now, to your hands, brave Achmet, I consign him. Go, and for him make ready regal pomp. Let loyal crowds await him in the mosque. Soon shall the palace set you the example." Then, at the feet of Bajazet, I fell, and straightway from their presence disappeared, only too happy, on my way, to bring you true tidings of their reconciliation, and offer you my most respectful homage. I go to speed my task, his coronation. Scene 3. Atelide, Sarah. Let us withdraw, and not disturb their joy. Madam, believe... Why flatter me with falsehoods? How can I face a sight so terrible? Fain would they wet forthwith. My fate is settled, for welcome to Roxana is the love he vows. But why complain? T'was I that wished it. And yet would you have thought this possible, when no self-sacrifice seemed great enough to prove his faith to me, and he refused the least concession to Roxana's wishes, when with a secret pleasure I perceived how all my tears were powerless to move him. Would you have deemed his heart, that seemed so constant, could e'er have found such eloquence to woo her? Ah, but too ready may that heart have been to echo all his lips have learned to utter. Perchance new graces in her eyes appeared, responsive to more tender looks from him, she will have touched him with her tale of woe. In generous hearts such love breeds sympathy, nor least when tears can purchase power supreme. Alas! What reasons urge him to forget me? 
but madam their success is still uncertain be patient no what boots it to be blind i have no wish to swell my tide of trouble i know where lies for him the path of safety and when my tears recalled him to roxana i did not mean that he should disobey me but with his fond farewell still in mine ears after such tender transports of affliction his joy methinks need not have been expressed with such conspicuous warmth as ahmed witnessed judge for yourself if i have cause to murmur why am i only banished from their counsels am i concerned so little in the fate of bajazet why lingers he so long away from me does not his heart reproach him that thus he shrinks from meeting Atalid? but i will spare him his uneasiness he ne'er shall see me more madam he comes scene four bajeze Atalid zara your bidding has been done and i have spoken my life no longer madam is in danger and happy should i be if truth and honour reproached me not for having purchased safety by means unjust if mine own heart could pardon my fault as readily as does roxana but i at last am free my hand is armed and i may now meet my unnatural brother no more dependent on your skill contriving secret intrigues here plotting to seduce his mistress's heart but following him afar to other climes more nobly in fair fight disputing the affections of his people and making fame for valor judge between us but why is this i see you weeping no sir i do not grudge you your new happiness heaven's justice owed you this strange turn of fortune you know if e'er your welfare i opposed your eyes are witnesses how all my life your perils have engrossed my every care and since my death alone can seal your safety it is without regret for you i die true it is that had heaven vouchsafed to hear my prayers i might have made a happier end my rival would no less have been your bride and found you faithful to the marriage tie but though her husband you would have withheld those tokens of true love so freely lavished less fervour would have satisfied roxana and i in dying this sweet thought have cherished that only yielding to my strict injunction you gave your hand to her your heart to me still still mine own e'en in the world of shades that i was leaving you but not your love why talk you thus madam of love and marriage what in the name of heaven affords you ground for speech like this what falsehood has deceived you i love roxana i devote my life to her oh no and far from thinking so can you believe my tongue could even say it but as it happened there was need of neither roxana was as credulous as ever and whether she at once thought my return a certain token of my true affection or time too precious for prolonged resistance scarce had i said a few unheeded words when with a flood of tears she cut me short and placing in my hands her life and fortune without reserve trusting my gratitude seemed satisfied that i intended marriage i blushing to impose upon her faith unworthy of a love so generous showed my confusion but she fondly deemed it due to the warmth of passion while i felt that i was basely cruel and unjust 
Believe me, I had need that trying moment to call to mind all my concern for you in order to preserve perfidious silence unbroken to the end. Now, when I come after such conflicts seeking consolation against remorse, I find you in displeasure, charging my harassed conscience with your death. Alas, I see too well, e'en at this moment all that I say has little force to move you. Madam, t'were well to end what pains us both. Why should we vainly vex each other longer? Roxana is not far to seek. Permit me to tell the truth. More gladly will I go to disabuse her than I went so often forcing myself to play the hypocrite. Ah, here she comes. Heaven save him from his rashness. Prince, if you love me, do not undeceive her. Scene 5 Roxana, Bajazet, Atelide, Sarah Come, Bajazet, tis time to show yourself, that all the court may recognize its master, all that these walls contain, many in number gathered by my command, await my wishes. My slaves, the rest will follow where they lead, are the first subjects that my love allots you. This sudden change from wrath to milder mood may well surprise you, madam, for, but now, determined to take vengeance on a traitor, I swore he should not see another day. Yet almost ere he spoke, my heart relented. T'was love imposed that oath, and love revokes it. Reading deep passion in his wild distraction, his pardon I pronounced, and trust his promise. Yes, I have promised, and my word is pledged ne'er to forget all that to you I owe. Have I not sworn that constant care and kindness shall duly pay my debt of gratitude? If on these terms your favor I may claim, I go to wait the harvest of your bounty. Scene 6. Roxana, Atelide, Zara. Heavens! What amazement strikes me at this moment! Is it a dream? And have mine eyes deceived me? What mean these frigid words, this sombre greeting which seems to cancel all that passed between us? What hope does he imagine mine, for which I banished my resentment and restored him to favour? He, methought, swore that his heart would own me mistress to his dying day. Does he repent already of the peace that we had signed? Was I just now deluded? But was he not conversing with you, madam? What did he say? To me? He loves you always. His life at least depends on my belief that it is so. But tell me, pray, when joy should triumph, how can you explain the gloom that settled on his features as he left me? Madam, I saw no cloud upon his brow. Oft has he told me of your gracious kindness, and he just now was full of it. At parting he seemed to me the same as when he entered. But, be that as it may, need it surprise you that, on the eve of such important issues, he should be troubled, and some signs escape him of anxious thoughts that on his mind intrude? Such plausible excuses do you credit for skill that pleads on his behalf more fairly than he could do himself. What other cause? Enough. I read your motive, madam, better than you suppose. Leave me for I would be alone a little while. I too am troubled, and anxious cares are mine as well as his, to which I owe a moment's thought in secret. Scene 7. Roxana 
How must I construe all that I have seen? Are they in league together to deceive me? Wherefore this change, those words, that quick departure? Did I not catch a glance that passed between them? Were they not both struck with embarrassment? Ah, why has heaven doomed me to this affront? Is this the fruit of all my blind affection? So many painful days and sleepless nights, plots and intrigues, treason too deep for pardon? And shall they all turn to a rival's profit? But yet too ready to torment myself, I may too closely scan a passing cloud and take for passion what is mere caprice. Surely he would have carried to the end his wiles, and in full prospect of success he could have feigned at least a moment longer. Love, uncontrolled by reason, quakes at shadows. Let me take courage. Why should Adelaide be dreaded as my rival? What has he to thank her for? To which of us today owes he the sceptre? But too well I know love is a tyrant. And if other charms attract, what matter crowns or life itself? Can benefits outweigh the heart's attachment? I need but search mine own. Did gratitude constrain me to his brother when this wretch bewitched me? Ah, if other tie were absent, would the idea of marriage so alarm him? He gladly would have seconded my wishes, and not have braved destruction by refusal. Just cause. But someone comes to speak with me. What can she want? Scene 8 Roxana, Fatima. Forgive me this intrusion, but there is come a courier from the army. And though the seaward gate was shut, the guards on bended knees without delay unlocked it, to orders from the sultan to yourself addressed, and strange to say, tis Orkin brings them. Orkin? Yes, he. Of all the sultan's slaves, the one most trusted for his faithful service, blackest of those whom Afric's son has scorched. Madam, he asks impatiently for you. I thought it best to give you timely notice, and, lest you should be taken by surprise, I have detained him in your own apartments. What new disaster comes to overwhelm me? What can his bidding be? What my reply? Doubtless the sultan in his mind protrude has Bajazet condemned a second time. Without my sanction, none will dare to take his life, for all obey me here. But ought I to shield him, Bajazet or Hammerath? Which claims allegiance? One I have betrayed, the other may be false to me. Time presses. I must resolve this fatal doubt, nor let the precious moment pass. Love, when most cautious, cannot conceal its secret inclination. I will watch Bajazet and Atalide, then crown the lover, or destroy the traitor. End of Act Three